Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, discussing, um, as well, it's time for our annual Hit the Target Awards. And of course, we're doing it EPL style. Uh, plenty to get through. We've got the play of the year, young play of the year, flop of the season, surprise of the season, as well as our full team of the season, which um, our studio, our panelists, Desh Patab, as well as Charlie Nagel, will be dissecting together. But first up, we have to congratulate Manchester City on what an achievement they've done this season, um, lifting a treble in advance. Let's just thank them now because that's what they're going to do and that's what they on course. Uh, in fact, treble of Premier League titles as well because they've done it three times in a row now, five times in six seasons. So sure. we don't need to elaborate too much on it. We, we know they've won. Um, but congratulations from from all of us at Hit the Target Studios. But uh, gentlemen, it's time for our annual awards. Chad, how are you feeling discussing our award ceremony? Um, not not great, mm-hmm. but I'm glad uh, the season's ending. Just wanted to say, I remember a conversation we had um, when Pep Guardiola first uh, was uh, appointed as Manchester City manager. And you and I had a great debate about that. Uh, mm. We, I remember you saying, watch Pep Guardiola. He's going to come into the Premier League and he's going to dominate. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, this is the Premier League. There's going to be no, absolutely no domination. Five times uh, in six years. This is, I, I you've been proven right. Mm. Uh, Pep Guardiola, last podcast, we, we talked about whether he's uh, the greatest manager of all time. Look, he's Manchester City side on course for a treble and that's, Sure, it, it, it could be a memorable season for them. And I, in fact, uh, I actually think it will be. Mm. Tish, of course, this is your first um, award ceremony with Hit the Target. Um, how are you feeling? You know, happy happy to be here. I can't... Uh, Look, no Everton players. Eh? <laughs> We've discussed this. <laughs> can't, can't wait to get into it. But yeah, as you mentioned, like Man City winning the, the Premier League again. I mm. think it's just one fewer than Ferguson wow. um, ever. Like you in know, in terms of Premier League, Premier titles, League of titles, course, yeah. yeah. So, um, and you know, you look at the years Ferguson was there, the years um, Guardiola, Guardiola has been there. Yeah, all credits uh, to him, and um, I think it showed in in you know the final um, ten fixtures of the season because there was mm-hmm. a stat I think uh, Sky Sports had um, made a sort of graphic about City's final ten games mm-hmm. across the previous like five seasons. Five, five, Final ten league fixtures. Yeah, I'm so sure they've dropped about one or two points in, but it's in like across at that, at that stage of the season. You know, you're looking at that final push mm. to to see like near perfect results. You know, that is you know Incredible. when it matters the most. Yeah, so um, I think yeah, the results are, are mm. there to see. Gentlemen, so this is how it's going to work. We're going to go through the categories, and then um, I'm going to ask you who is your well, who gets that award? You're going to say the name. We'll deb- debate about it um, <coughs> soon after. Okay. I think this one, um, you know, there should be the least amount of debate around this, but uh, we have to ask <laughs> the question anyway. Chad, your play of the year. Well, I think it, it has to be, I'm sure uh, all of us agree that Erling Haaland is the play of the year. Mm. 36 goals and uh, eight assists in 37 games. I think the bizarre thing, the, the bizarre stats is uh, if he scores a hat-trick against Brentford, he would end the season with more goals than games uh, in the league. That that would be like a first. Wow. Dish? I've went to the hurricane. I wow. think 
Honestly, I would play like, of the year. Harry Kane. Harry Kane is my. I said player. we're not going to debate. Yeah, I, this is this is going to be more exciting. <laughs> okay, than our... to to let me just get mine out the way. Um, just so we can you know start Holy to debate. God, let's get it. Um, <laughs> no, it's actually Erling Haaland because he's taken his team over the line. Arsenal have had um, you know, four, four, maybe five. I can't actually remember now because you know the emotions gone and you know I'm I'm over the season already. But Arsenal have had numbers of players who are have scored. 10 plus goals. Yeah. So it took a team to get to, you know, second spots. I think Manchester City took an individual and that's the, the play of the year for me, Erling Haaland. Yeah. Well, I guess the same case can be made for Harry Kane. I mean, mm. obviously City winning the title and Spurs finishing seventh. Like, well, for now, seventh. I don't know if that's confirmed, <laughs> but uh, maybe it's confirmed, maybe it's not, but wherever they are, for me, Harry Kane has shown the mentality to that that is... For me, it's incredible uh, to see what he's done. Um, is you know, he more <laughs> important to Tottenham than Erling Haaland is to Man City? Do you think? Yeah, I think. I yeah, think so. I would agree with that. But you know, when when I think of a player of the season, you know, you look at Ballon d'Or equivalent. Mm-hmm. All right, the award used to go to your Messi's, Ronaldo's. You know, but recently, you know, you see Luka Modric. Um, I think um, the goalkeeper finished third. Couture didn't he finish third or something? The one yeah. year. Um, look at uh, Jorginho winning that uh, UEFA midfielder. Mid- yeah, he won the player of the year. He won player of the year. Yeah, you see, I think the the last like five years or so, the, the debate has got now changed from shifted from just goals to actual play of the year. But, and it but could be. Chuck, uh, can I ask you a question? Sorry, I, I, yeah. to answer that, Chuck, yeah. can I ask you a question? And just off the top of your head, you don't have to. You know, think too long about it. I just want to see how far Harry Kane is on, on the top of your mind when you're thinking of player of the year. Is he in your top three? Um, absolutely not. not. Um, I think um, I think if Arsenal had won the, the, the league, I mm-hmm. would have given mm-hmm. it to Martin um, Odegaard. Martin Odegaard, uh, yeah. young, uh, young leader in the team. Uh, he uh, was fantastic. Um, and uh, he, was, he outshone uh, Harry Kane, in my opinion. I think Harry Kane shouldn't even... Look, I don't he, even think he was England's I don't best even think he, I, I, I don't think, look, Harry Kane is, he, I mean, he's the king of individual awards, especially in England. But I, when you think about it, you're basically saying, I think, <laughs> when, you, when, you name, when you look at it like this, it's basically you saying, I think Harry Kane has had a better season than Erling Haaland. And it sounds ridiculous. Let me, let me ask this question then, Dish. Yeah. Harry Kane goes to Man City. You think he gets those, those numbers? Harry I think Kane, he could. That Erling Haaland's good. I, I think he could. And you see... The reason why I've chosen Kane is because I've seen Kane offer more in his locker room. I know Haaland is the most... I've put him in my team of the season. You know, mm-hmm. if you look at it, they both play in the same position. Mm-hmm. But Kane is not in my team of the season. Haaland is there. My goodness. You, I can, can't wait okay, to you, can, that. you can sign one of those strikers for your club. Who are you taking? I would take Harry Kane. I, wow. think, I think Kane... Kane is my player of the season. I think from from what like the mentality you showed, you know, with the transfer saga, obviously heavily linked with Man City. I think Man City borders in that position. Mm. We got we got one player to sign. Both are available. Do we go two hundred for Kane or like eighty for for Holland? And I think that they could have money aside. Yeah, I think that th- they chose the right man. But for me, like I think. What he's done, you know, you, you think of the transfer sagas, you know, you look at your Wolfred Zahars, obviously mm-hmm. he's not Wolfred Zahar, but that is the first team player that has been linked to the move away ever since he mm-hmm. got there. Kane has been linked for years with a move away ever since the, the, his contract talks have come out and now there's no buyout clause. You know, now mm-hmm. it's like the club has full autonomy on whether or not they feel they're in a position to sell him. 
So I think playing through that, you know, and he's got, Holland has been directly involved in 47% of Man City's goals no this my, season. No, no, dash. Harry Kane has the same percentage for Tottenham. Obviously, the quantity is smaller. Yeah. It's the same. The goal involvements, Erling Holland 44, mm-hmm. Harry Kane 31. So he's got 13, 13 more. I'm not discounting that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's games where Holland can be out the game. If you if you look at the Champions yeah. League performances, but, you look yeah. at um, the Manchester <coughs> derby, you know, yeah. he, he can be shut out. Supply can be shut to him. Harry Kane offers more in that sense. That's why I say I'm looking at the midfielder, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the Dutch change the coming to the all-round player. I think I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised because I think if if it's not, for me, if it's not Erling Haaland, Harry Kane's not the next player, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's and why you said he's not in your top your three. Top three yeah. um, so then, unfortunately, so this is how it works, especially when it comes to the hit the target individual awards like play of the year, young play of the year, flop of the season, surprise of the season. Only one person can get it and we have to come to an agreement. Um, Desh, unfortunately, you haven't done enough for me to change my vote, Chad. As Desh swayed no, you I, in the direction no, of I think, Harry Kane. I think or, Erling Haaland. I mean... Uh, the fact that if he scores a hat trick and look, it's 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 unlikely it's Brentford, but it's also I don't even think we can say unlikely when it comes to Erling Haaland. Mm. But just to go into the final game of the season with that thinking, with that with that stat of if you score a hat trick, you become the first player in the history of the Premier League to end the end the season off with more league goals than games mm. than league games. That's crazy. That's incredible. Dash. Look, look, he's a good finisher, no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm, no, but for me, I legit think that. You say like it's Eddie and Ketia, like, oh, look, come on, sorry, he's a good finisher, but he's the best finisher. He's, okay, I'll give him that. He's the best finisher mm-hmm. in the league, hands down. He's the best, not a good finisher, he's the best finisher mm-hmm. in the league. All right. But for player of the season, you're looking at a lot more than just finishing. Just if you look at Benzema, I think a while ago we had the Benzema-Lewandowski debate. I don't know if yeah, I, yeah. both of you were yeah, here. Yeah. But Benzema offers more than Lewandowski does. Lewandowski could be the better finisher. But mm-hmm. Benzema has like, the, again, the mentality, look, the mm-hmm. high-pressure situations, you know? Look, if, if you're out there listening, um, want to get involved in the debate, um, let us know your thoughts. Do you agree with, um, well, the, the majority, which is Erling Haaland or is um, Dash winning some of our listeners over with Harry Kane? Remember, it's not best striker. Mm-hmm. Of, it's player it's, it's of, play the of the season. Yeah, and it's, I think it's, it's you, player. You know, we're not just looking at goals here because then we'd go with the top two scorers, whether it's Erling, Erling Haaland or Harry Kane. But like Chad said, in which I agree with, the next best player has been Watson Odegaard. And he isn't the second top um, goal scorer. In fact, had he got his team over the line in, in terms of Arsenal winning the league, then yeah. he'd he would have get my vote as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. Um, so Desh, sorry, um, Erling Haaland, congratulations to him. He gets our hashtag hit the target play of the year award. Um, in fact, it's not his only play of the year. Play of the year award. I think he's got PFA and the yeah. writers. Look, play I, of the I, year I know there's so a lot to, to this means very little to him. I'm sure. I know there's a lot to discuss, and we're gonna you know take like look at the other awards that we're mm-hmm. gonna call out, but. I don't think that Manchester City would be even uh, on course to winning a treble without Erling Haaland this nope. season. That's that's what he yeah, was brought in to do, and that's what they're doing. I agree. He's been putting the ball in the back of the net, and mm-hmm. you know you need goals to get you to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And he is like their sole provider across all three mm-hmm. um, fronts. You know, European fronts. Yeah. Um, we're going to get to uh, plenty of other awards um, like surprise of the season. And if you're out there listening, you can't say Desh. 
because he has definitely <laughs> been um, <laughs> today's surprise. But uh, the next um, category up for discussion is the Young Player of the Year Award. Gentlemen, the same as the Player of the Year Award, uh, we have to come to an, an agreement. We're going to say our name, just the name, and then we'll discuss it um, in a bit. Dish, since you know you threw a span in the works last time, I think you should... Go first. Odegaard is my young player of the season. I think he's been nominated. I think Saka is there. Mm-hmm. Erling Haaland is also <laughs> on that list. I think he's <laughs> age 22. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's the the weight of the captain's armband. I think... So Martin Odegaard. I think it's Odegaard. For you. Um, I just want to remind everyone that Odegaard is older than Erling Haaland. Mm-hmm. I think a young player of the season, I think for me, if, if we're looking at 21 and under, then it's Bukayo Saka. Um, 13 goals and 11 assists. He's been uh, fantastic. But I think... Erling Haaland is awards uh, twenty two and under. Then mm. I mean, Erling Haaland is the young player of the. I mean, if he's the player of the year, it's he's definitely the young player of the season. Okay, so uh, let's debate it a bit. Um, because I I say a different name. I say Bukayo Saka. Um, and why I say that is because he's less of a leader than Martin Odegaard. He doesn't carry the same weight, you know, on his shoulders that Erling Haaland does. He's matched, you know. The best there is for numbers um, in terms of goals and assists. Of course, not Erling Haaland because that's just crazy numbers that no one's matching in world football. So, sorry, are we saying 21 and under? or it's, No, so well, it's, it's the Premier pre- League oh, rules. The Premier League is 23. So 23 all, and well, under. Then, then so. Surely it's Haaland though. Yeah, it's just not for me because when you're competing in that category, I think Pukayo Saka has been a... It, it sounds silly. It does. It sounds silly. It really does. But because... <laughs> Erling Haaland is <laughs> Erling Haaland. We just spoke about his qualities, brilliance. Um, 36 goals, uh, eight assists in 37 games. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's comp- and, and he's being compared to the likes of Bukayo Saka. Uh, it's a no brainer. If he's included, Erling, Erling Haaland is 22 years old. He is definitely the best young player of the season. You know what, what what's actually funny, Atesh, um, is that, well, I asked Chad the question. If not Harry Kane in your top three, who would it be? And he literally gave all of our three um, answers. Well, Erling Haaland, Martin Odegaard and Bukayo Saka for play of the year. So it seems like the exact same, you know, shortlist. In the same names of play of probably the echoed around the world. Like we've seen, yeah. we've watched so, Arsenal. So then do we not go Erling Haaland again? So for me, young player, it's, it's Odegaard. Because again, it's what, it's mm. for me, the... Sorry, the Haaland doesn't win both for you. <laughs> Look, we, yeah, my, 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 criteria, also, yeah. my criteria is not goals and assists. Mm-hmm. All right. And that is a factor. Oh, it doesn't end there. I think for you guys, maybe it ends there. But for me, it doesn't just end there. It also, the, the game is, it's, it's a team. I do think the criteria is different between player of the year and young player of the year. That yeah. I'm, I'm definitely on board with. Um, but young player of the year, whenever you think of young player of the year, you're not thinking of that player to guide you to success or that player to kind of, you know, get you over the line for a piece of silverware. The thing is, yes, young Holland <laughs> has been a freak, but his level is Mbappe. Um, do, do, do you know what I honestly think? I honestly think this award should go 21 and, and, and younger. I, and, and I, I think and it should. I'm saying and if it, well, if, if that's the case, but it's not. But if it were the case and it was 21 and, and, and younger, then definitely Bukayo Saka. I think he's a standout. Um, he's been he's had a fantastic season. He's been consistent. Um, he's he's been a key for Arsenal this season. He's and signed a five year. Like I think yeah. Like, and look, past look my, mine is it's a Manchester Bay- City target also not a while ago. 
Yeah, well, he's he's tied down. Before, so. yeah, what before is, he, what he, is a five-year deal? Like? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean anyway? anyway? No, before uh, he signed his contract, I'm saying City even showed yeah, yeah. interest. Yeah. Um, uh, but look, for me, it's the age thing. Um, I, <laughs> I think Bukayo Saka being 21 and under. Look, for player of the year, when we discussed it, the next name for me was Martin Odegaard. He's in the same category. But because it's a young player of the year, I'm going with someone who's showing that he's on your level, and but he's, he's, he's years younger. So, a year younger. Uh, well, a year younger, but a couple it, months as well. For me, uh, it also um, <laughs> encompasses things like responsibility, you know, maturity, mm-hmm. like um, talking back to the referee or other players or cajoling your teammates, you know, like getting, getting on with the game. Um, you know, if there's anything happening in the stands, you know, be it like racism or somebody not throwing the ball, you know, that's, mm. there's other aspects to the game that you can show like your years of experience with you know mm. and and that for me is like why i think Odegaard is the player of the the young player of the year because of what he's shown you know you you can compare him to the likes of fabregas i think he was on track for that assist um, it, it did uh, equal fabregas's goal record yeah so i mean look that aside but there was also the mentality side mm. of things that again to be top of the league for that long i think it was the longest arsenal have but had it for like 200 days or something like yeah. that. Now that is like also incredible. Like, cause every time you guys go out there, mm. you have to give, give a team talk. That is your responsibility as a captain. And it's for me, like, look, look for me, I, I, I know that we've got three different names now and we have to, uh, you know, one of us, uh, you know, have to kind of surrender, concede. Now, yeah. concede. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this part. I'm um, guessing you're asking me David Haaland. I think it, <laughs> no, it sounds crazy. No, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay, let me say this. Desh, if you're not willing to go Bukayo Saka, I, I'll go Martin Odegaard. But I'm definitely not going Erling Haaland for young player of the season. Why? Because he's just had a birthday before. Like uh, No, it's because that I put him on. So how I view Erling Haaland is not this. I don't put him in the same bracket. Yes, he's young, but he's, he's a different piece. He's, Martin Odegaard is not one of the best midfielders in the world. He's getting there. But he's in the group. But, but the young he's, he's players, getting he's, there. He's, and Bukayo Saka is not one of the best wingers in the world. But, but he's like, getting there. But when you compare... So I'm still seeing them as generational talents in years to come. Erling Haaland's probably... If someone says he's the best striker in the world now... Yeah, but it's not, his fault. Like, it's, it's, it's not his fault though that he's doing it at such a young age. That he's mm. a young player. He's come... I mean, look. when you're looking at... It, let's just say you, you go with Bukayo Saka and you say Saka wins the award for young player of the season... The next question is, okay, who did he beat? And then you look at the names and you're saying that he, he was better than Erling Haaland this season. It just, it sounds crazy. Just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not budging, but, <laughs> but yeah. if, if, you, if you ask me who's the next best young player, I'll go with Bukayo Saka. Cause uh, I think Odegaard is 23. Am I right? But he is, both of them have been nominated for the player, the young player of the year by the Premier League. Yeah. So I think it's, is Martinelli on the list? I'm not sure. My gosh. Campion Martinelli, what, Alan, a, what a player. He, he is, oh, but... Over Erling Haaland as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look, Martinelli is good, but... <laughs> for me, it's... it's For me, it's Odegaard. I think, again, like, young young player of the year, top of the, top of the league for however long, you know? Like, th- mm. what that must do to your, your brain, your body, your teammates, your coach, you know? I can't imagine... You know I, like, I still see Bukayo Saka as an academy player. Like, he's that player who... Came from Hale End and he's that academy player. So I'm still seeing. So you he wasn't you signed still, for. You still see him as a junior, don't you? Uh, kind of in my head. I I don't see 
Odegaard as a junior. I think he's like one of the most senior players but in a team. But then doesn't that add to my point in saying that young player of the year should be someone who's, you know, kind of come to the academy, kind of, he's not 60 million pounds, he's not 35 million pounds. Okay. He's an academy talent who's... Okay, I'll go with Bukayo Saka. Just so I, I, I don't go with Martin Odegaard. Yeah, because I mean, because <laughs> you can't compare Odegaard. Who, yeah. if, if he's 22 and Haaland's 22, like it, Come Look, on. Desh, I was willing to change to Martin Odegaard, but now that Chad has conceded, I'm going to stick with Bukayo Saka. I think in terms of young talents. Let's be unreals. Please get in the comment section. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Nagel, boys here, just <laughs> taking this all. <laughs> um, get the order turn here, please. Bukayo Saka, he needs to be rewarded for his season. He is not the player of the year. Erling Haaland is. He needs to be rewarded for that. He is, he, he's a junior. He's a boy competing against men and he's holding his weight. So, um, Chad? Bukayo Saka. Uh, yeah, and then the, the Young Player of the Year award, um, the Hit the Target award at least, goes to uh, Arsenal's very own Bukayo Saka um, for, for all his achievements and for still being 21. <laughs> um, yeah. no, thank you for being 21. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, um, next, <laughs> next up is the... Oof, this is you guys' award. It's the Flop of the Season Um, That's nice. Of, of course, That's really nice. <laughs> nice of you to say. Of course, this is subjective, so it could be an individual, it could be a player, it could be um, a, a manager, team, team, it could be a manager, a sponsor, like anything. Well, not a sponsor. <laughs> a sponsor. <laughs> 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 well, well, there's our um, flop of the season as well. Um, there's a. Uh, Gentlemen, the, the floor is genuinely open to whatever it is. Dish, please, no sponsors. I'll go last. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you want to go last? As soon as, as soon as Chad has composed himself. Um, <laughs> that was just, Dish is just in fine form. Um, Chad, flop, just flop the name, the just in a name or a team name or a player's name. Flop of the season, go. Can I tell you why though? We'll get to that in okay. a moment. Um, I'm going to go with flop of the season, Darwin Nunes. Dish, flop of the season. Leicester ownership. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I said I'll go last, guys. This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm just whilst you guys like how say why, say why. Leicester ownership. For me, they they didn't reinvest in the club. If you look at some of the signings that they've brought in to replace some of the players that have left the club, I think it's literally In, incomparable um the fact that they had won the premier league got all the funds secured a lucrative champions league spot um brought uh premier uh champions league football to the king power stadium um you know they had won the fa cup you know uh, uh, one of the most historic if not the oldest trophy in england um like what two seasons ago you know brendan rogers at the home Tillemans coming through the door, Jewsbury all coming through the door. Uh, they <laughs> held on to James Madison. Um, you know, you look at that um, Harvey Barnes, an English player, you know, someone mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. could have been coached to be something more, you know. Be before I make a case why it's not uh, Leicester City, um, let me just say my flop of the season because I haven't got a chance to, um, because sorry, we just had a laugh at yours at Leicester City. But uh, mine is definitely Richarlison. And I think, you know, everything's out there for, for I mean, him was, to he be. He was just like 50 million pounds. 60. 60, 60 million pounds and he got one. 60. No Premier League goals or one? Did, he, he, did he, he get the he one? Not. He also fought no. with his manager. No Premier League goals. Um, 
Absolutely rubbish. But Dash, let's let's talk Leicester for a moment. Um, yes, I understand your points to the club being in the Champions League not too long ago, and you know having this plethora of like you know talent that could compete for hefty sums. They all left I get for that. like top money. But do you not think that in a less in a way Leicester kind of stuck to their guns, and you know when Riyad Mahrez left, they didn't go out and sign the next best winger for that sixty million pound plastic that they got. When Harry Maguire left, they didn't sign uh, another £80 million um, defender. They got Wesley Fofana, who then they shipped off for again another 80 What was the fee? Somewhere around £80 million. I, I was going to say 60 uh, Somewhere there. But that's the Leicester lot, way. The Maguire yeah. was 80 was 70, yeah. Aguire, Maguire was 80 I think. Fofana was 60 Mahrez yeah. was 60 But I mean, um, that's the Leicester way in, in, in replacing him because, you know, even... With uh, Ricardo Pereira, when he got injured, he was a player who could have gone to, to any club in England. They got Timothy Castagna. So. Okay, it's crazy that they still have good players at the club now. Even. It's just I, a shocking I genuinely that they think are in that, that position. the ownership on, are not entirely to blame because they've had some success doing what they've done. And they've just continued doing that. And it's just so happens that it's gone wrong now. Like the club are, and the, the, the signs were there because, you know, you, you look at the goalkeeper. Who they replace the goalkeeper with? Nobody. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. that was one. You look at the defender. That that was a big one. That that the, was their the biggest def- mistake. The I defense think. as well. You know, like yeah, you know, you mentioned um, the Fofana. Yeah. But wasn't he uh, in League One and didn't they do well there? Mm-hmm. But then once he was rumored to leave, because remember, if we know he's leaving, they, have, they must know he's leaving. W- what yeah. fa- fast or what's his name? Yeah, he, the David Luiz uh, looking like. Yeah. yeah, the Liverpool striker. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> Chad, flop of the season. You said Darwin Nunes. Yeah, no, I've gone for uh, Darwin Nunes because um, uh, he signed for uh, Liverpool from Benfica yeah. in a deal worth up to a hundred million euros, uh, and also he came with the reputation of being a goal machine uh, and. Also, he was compared to Erling Haaland. Mm, uh, I, I so remember was, that conversation yeah. but, shifting. But look, in the end, even with um, even Firmino with seven less starts, mm. uh, outscored him in the league. Mm. So yeah. going into the final game of the season, Nunes has yet to reach double figures. For me, flop of the season. Richarlison has reached, re, uh, yet to yeah. reach any figure. No, but, but, but Richarlison <laughs> wasn't compared with Haaland. You know, but, Everyone knew Richarlison but, from, uh, from Everton. Yeah, but he was a goal machine at Everton. No, but, and he was a goal but, but machine, a goal machine with 13 goal, goals. Goal machine is... Yeah, no, no I, but I, I, he was I, always the key player. And when no, I, wouldn't call him, him, I wouldn't call him a goal machine. And when Tottenham signed Richarlison, they thought that this player is coming to make a dominant front three with like the MSN and like the, um, you okay, know, let, let's, what was Liverpool's okay, country, Salamane and... Um, let, let's, go, let's go into the time machine for a moment to the mm. start of the Premier League before a ball was kicked. Remember the comparisons. Who was when we in terms of players? The who were the most no, who were the Nunes most talked ha- about? It was Erling Haaland and it was Darwin Nunes. So I remember fraud. the conversation, the conversation shifting throughout the season. Where For me, you outscored him in the league. It became Darwin Nunes first, Erling Haaland. Who will you know? Who's the better signing? Exactly. Then uh, I think after about three games, it changed because yeah. <laughs> um, Erling Haaland was like already on nine goals. Yeah, and they were saying then, uh, then all of a sudden. They were changing like Darwin Nunes is good at, you know, as a 10. No, but no, they were saying uh, Gabriel Jesus, who's the you know more impactful signing. And then Gabriel Jesus started outscoring him. And, and then, then he was Gabriel com- outs- uh, Jesus got injured for five months and still outscoring him. And then he, com- he was compared to like the flops, like uh, previously Timo Werner. Because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. he came for So a, the a conversation huge- did change. And I, I yeah. think there's more. Look, I, 
Chad, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not agreeing with it entirely, but I think there is... Jesse, he is a flop. He, he is a he flop. He hasn't reached double figures. Firmino in seven less starts than him. He is a flop. Scored him he's in a the Premier league. league flop. He's a Liverpool flop. Flop of the season. There's more names out for, there. Yeah, but for that price though, a hundred mm. million. Do you, do you know what? What I see in 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 if I have to compare Rochalison and Firmino. I mean. Um, Nunez. Nunez. You compared him to Firmino so <laughs> yeah. much. He became Firmino. <laughs> yeah. I, I would still back Nunez over Richarlison. That's what I'm saying. As I a would, flop or? No, if, if a I'm selecting yeah, yeah. a team. Oh, look, going forward, I mean, like, I, 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 by the way, I, I think I actually saw some positive signs from, from yeah, Nunez. So and I he's think, not an outright flop. But, I think, that, like but I'm that. judging him based on this season. Look, I think he'll improve. And he no, could he is even, a flop. He could become, a, he could become a top season. player at Liverpool next season and, and the seasons to come. But mm-hmm. I think looking you'd at never this back, season... You'd never back Richarlison to do that. Listen, Richarlison wasn't compared to Erling Haaland and Harry Kane before the ball was kicked. He wasn't compared to them, but he... I think we at least expected double figures. Come on. No, that's what I'm saying. At least get in the conversation. He's not even in the conversation. Liverpool is a flop. He is a Premier League flop. I'm not saying flop of the season. I think there's way more flops. He is Richarlison is at the top of that list. Two other players at Liverpool have outscored him in the league when he was supposed to be their main source of goals. Well, if Mohamed Salah is one of them, it doesn't count. Well, Mohamed Salah is one of them, but Firmino... Who had who barely, he barely started? Played, he wasn't even yeah. first choice. But it's he's it's had like, seven it, more again, starts. Again, it comes then. down to flop of the season. Like who has been really shambolic? You know, he hasn't been no shambolic. good games. No good games. Richarlison. Oh, oh yeah, like I can't even no, think no of good a games. positive. <laughs> How do you go? No. Thirty-eight games uh, a season. We, we'll yeah, be but, into but, thirty-seven. But, at but all. also, aren't we looking no at good games. flop of the season? Aren't we looking at who arrived at a club with the most hype? Also, yet to play. Uh, yet to okay, take into account the the. The, the the fee the amount that was paid for him then in that the, case the, Anthony the pigeon, but in in that uh, case the then, pigeon strikes yeah. <laughs> so then okay who's a bigger flop for you a Premier League flop Chad Anthony or Darwin Nunes Darwin Nunes Darwin Nunes came with more hype like I say Look, he, was he did he to, did come with more hype and he right? cost more than Anthony yeah and I get that and he also but he had signs the fact that you said he may be in future signs to come shows that yeah. there's a player there but you wouldn't win him do you know what I mean you wouldn't yeah. say if I could redo this move I would redo it you know. You could maybe do it. I would if I was a Liverpool fan. I honestly, if I could take the money back, I would do it. <laughs> like I, if I would get my, if I could get my money. Would you? Would you? Look, my 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 point is that I'm not disagreeing that he's a flop. He, he is a flop. But he's not flop of the up. season. He's wow. he's not. I'm, That's shocking. I will not. <laughs> they might as well go to owners. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, that that doesn't get my votes. Um, and I'll continue throwing names until, you know, something else. I'm, I'm not budging for, for Darwin Nunes, um, gentlemen. I'm, I'm sorry, but he's not flop of the season. And I think there's two names that stand out way more than, than he does. And they're Vegas. sorry. No, no but Vegas there's, there's is, Anthony, uh, who was, if you're talking price If you're tax, talking Man United, then <laughs> just look uh, up top there. No, no, but there's Anthony and then there's Richarlison. And sadly... No, look, they, they, are, they're in the same WhatsApp group, but I think Darwin Nunes. Well, so do, do you remember he came? So as, <laughs> but remember he, Darwin Nunes came at the club. He arrived at the club as one of the most feared strikers in Europe. He I did. remember. He, I think he knocked them out of Champions League, wasn't it? Yeah, he did. Well, no, you didn't knock them out. Or he just scored at He just scored at Anfield, though. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm not having it. Yeah, Desha, you. 
No, I, I disagree with Nunes being a flop of the season. Mm. I think yeah, he is a said, flop. He is a flop, but not off the season He's, because yeah. again, I, I have looked at him and be like, okay, there's something. I'm, here. I'm willing to agree on Anthony if if anyone else wants to. If not no one, no, if, if no one's saying Richarlison, Anthony ahead of Richarlison. Richarlison didn't. I, I didn't expect him to even. You expected a, a goal at least. No, I didn't expect him to be a starter. I'll be honest with you. I thought. He's not guaranteed to start. I thought he's going there to compete for sure, but they've had they had Song and Kulusevski. Like I, for me, both are better than Richarlison. I I think it depends on your view. If you expected Richarlison to go and set it alight at Spurs, like I, I didn't. I just I wasn't expecting that. So I think Richarlison. I, I mean, I, I would go with the what's it, the, fidget, the fidget spinner from uh, Man United. Anthony has yeah. the flop of the season. Flop of the season. Yes. Since you won't take Darwin Nunes, who I'm Darwin not. Nunes I'm not having Darwin. Mal Lester on the ship. Model. Look, I I think they just stuck to their guns um, with that dish. Chad, you haven't actually had a chance to no, speak I on th- Leicester. I, I honestly, look, I think if we're talking ownership, I think Todd Bowley made more mistakes mm. than than uh, the Leicester bosses. I think he's done great Le- for the, the Leicester great for the bosses. Club. Haven't Todd Bowley's new Leicester have been there? You know, like I they, get that. I, I do. And get again, that. like I said, huge. Your two captains have left in the last like. Five seasons. I do get that, and and don't get me wrong, they uh, definitely at fault, uh, Dish. But I think I agree with what Jesse was saying. Like I think like, you can't just solely look at the ownership of the club and, and and say, look, you are the guys that are solely at fault. And I think the management with the players, we all agree that Leicester have some good players. I think for relegated, uh, sorry, promoted clubs coming into the Premier League, they'll be looking at Leicester, thinking, hey, this is an opportunity to get some top you get quality pennies players. On the dollar, but so you know, the manager, I think, who, who was in charge of uh, Brendan Rodgers was being he very yeah, long. He he got it wrong and he missed it. He messed up and it's ultimately cost his team uh, uh, their top flight status. Look, Ownership should I have pulled the trigger to, earlier. I don't. I don't actually agree with that because at one stage Arsenal looking at Rodgers when Arteta was under fire, you know. So it's not mm-hmm. like he was messing it up for forever. I think he would have literally told every manager wants to keep their best players because obviously it gives them the best chance of winning a game. Mm-hmm. But if you take out Fofana, you know, if you I, take out all these players. And replacing them with unproven players, can, can and I you give expect you another to turn out results. Yeah. Sorry, can while we on flop of the season, instead of Darwin Nunes, instead of Richarlison, instead of Anthony, I've got another name, Graham Potter. Surely flop of the season, Anthony. Graham Potter. Potter. But look, he was he's look. He, he came and brought hogwash football. We have we have to come to an agreement Bridge. quite quite soon, Jensi. I'm I'm going Anthony. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Graham Potter. But Potter was also at Brighton, so you, ca- you can't only like. Yeah, you he can't say been a full. I'll go with Anthony stuff. then. Anthony, I guess it's. Oh. It's unanimous. I'm sorry, she was. Um, we, you know, we. I don't even know what to say. Let's just move on. Um. Well, the <laughs> hit the target flop of the season award. Um. In fact, I don't know if you want to call it an award, but, um, this. Not so great achievement goes to Manchester United's very own Anthony uh, for not saying winning the award flop of the for season. being titled or being deemed the flop of the season, um, and that's with heavy hearts here at the studio because you know how much we love Manchester United. Yeah, um, gentlemen, surprise of the season. As if we haven't had any in this podcast. <laughs> uh, we finally, sure, I think we're going to save you for last. We just finally, in case. We I finally can't keep my laughing. Um, <laughs> we finally come to it, that category. Um, again, this is subjective, just like the flop of the season. It could be a player, it could be a manager, yeah. it could be ownership, um, could be fans. 
Um, perhaps you thought fans, fans. were more, for more vocal. <laughs> Look, this is surprising. So now is the time to, to to really think outside the the box and the hat. Uh, Chad, but, just your surprise. Okay. we'll discuss later. Okay, so it's kind of like um, it's I've got two. We're gonna discuss well, later. Okay, I've got two surprises of the season because I've got like negatively and positively. Mm-hmm. Okay, so negatively, Chelsea have been the shocking surprise, surprise. of the season. Positively, uh, positively, Arsenal, because I never expected Arsenal to challenge Man City for the league. Dash surprise of the season. So my, I also have negative and positive ones, but I won't mention that. I'll just go straight to my surprise of the season. Mikel Arteta winning four manager of the months in, in the Premier League. It's not talked about enough. It's my, uh, if you had told me that at the beginning of the season, I would have like said, this is not possible because in order for you to do that, you need to be better than so many other clubs. Mm. And for that many, like, you know, I think the award well, is given like 10, before, 10 awards or something. Before we debate it, can I, can yeah, I just sure. say mine? Um, Newcastle, United. Um, we'll, we'll get to, to them in a moment. But, Desh, sorry, I, I just had to get my surprise yeah, out sure. the way. Uh, Mikel Arteta, you're Winning still- four manager of the month. More, four Premier League manager of the month in one season. Yeah. That tells you how... Fantastic achievement. That is undoubted mm. the surprise. Because remember, Newcastle and Chelsea... 100%. It's mind-boggling. Mm. But for Mikel Arteta to come away with four manager of the month, and not only that, at the time of him winning his fourth one, Ten Hag and Eddie Howe were the only other managers to win it. Sure. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is a That's, surprise. That is like phenomenal. Una Emery has just won the one for April. I think the one for May is still up for grabs. Mm. Obviously, it's still in May, but... Well, we know who that's going to. <sighs> It's it's absolutely sensational because he's, he won it in August. The first one came in August. So, you know, top start, whatever, flying. Can they, you know, what's happening now, right? Mm. Then he wins it for that very difficult November, December period where if you're top at Christmas, you go on, you know? Mm. He then wins it for January. And now it's like the title races. It's, it's Arsenal's, yeah. you know? And that's your third one. The, 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 like, it's just... Mind-boggling, and the photo was in March, mm. you know. But to win it in August shows you had the best possible start, mm-hmm. and then the December one because of the number of fixtures and going into the World Cup. You know, it wins it in January mm. again. Another like the Coming Premier back League. From the, World the Premier League Cup. is literally saying no other manager is better than you, mm. despite all other achievements. You know. And, and again, Una Emery has won, has won the... So it tells you like what they're actually looking for. And I think um, that man... Uh, Jürgen Klopp is only one... Uh, other managers wanted more in a single thing. I think uh, right now Pep has also wanted four. But Klopp has wanted five. But for Arteta to put himself in that category. Like, like, Chad, you said you've got two. Which yeah. one are you making a just, case for? Well, just before I give mine, I just want to say, Alex, I'm happy to accept Mikel Arteta. But this season only... Uh, next season, if he does it again, like I just, I won't be too surprised because I now believe that Mikel Arteta is the best young manager in the world. Mm-hmm. I think he is the most uh, talented uh, coach. He's learned a lot uh, from Pep Guardiola, you can see, but he has his own style as well, which I like. Uh, he's not just a, you know, copycat. Yeah, he's not he, a yes man either. You know, yeah, you've seen him handle a bombing. And, like, and look, I mean, he's a young manager. Like he, he's, he's, I think he's, he's definitely. Maybe his passion has, has worked against him at times uh, mm. on the touchline. But yeah. I think he's got, I think as a player, you would definitely want to see that from uh, your coach. You know, like the coach starts with him. He's, 
if he's confident, then I'm as a player, yeah, I'm confident yeah. too. And 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 I think he's installed. He's installed the, the the passion. He's brought the feel good factor back at uh, the Emirates Stadium. He's definitely um, one of the surprises. It's, it's, it's uh, hands down. Are you, like, are you, are you just con- the season. conceding your um, no, no, surprises? I, are you just going to go with this? No, I, I, I no. can accept it, but I, I won't go with that because I just feel like Mikel Atit had the signs with there previously in previous seasons. For me, I think, like even when Arsenal fans were like getting impatient, I, I understand that. Fans will always get impatient and call for your head because they want to see results. That's just how every fan base is like that. But I think that he showed his quality. I think he won the FA Cup in his first season. Mm. If I'm not... Uh, so I think... I look, but, the following. But, but going to my picks, uh, I think, well, negatively, Chelsea with 600... Is that the one you're making a case for? Uh, yeah. Uh, look, uh, it's equally shocking. I think equally surprising Chelsea and Arsenal, like, uh, Arsenal, because I never expected them to challenge Man City uh, for the league. And when you look at the fact that they started the season as a Europa League team, mm. that makes it even more impressing. Uh, what uh, came more as a surprise to you if you had to separate? I think Chelsea. I mean, I, I don't ever like I've never like I, I've never seen a season like this. I've been a Chelsea, you know, I've been a Chelsea supporter long. And before. considering the money they uh, spent, Roman Abramovich was even at the club. Uh, you know, I, I've I've been there, from, like I've been a supporter from Chelsea and. Before the millions came in, before the, the, the cash came in, and we mm. were we were competitive, we were a good side, always competing, always uh, this season we've been arguably the worst side in the division towards the second half of the season. Mm. I think um, I'm I'm actually so relieved that the season's over. I'm also so relieved that um, that there aren't many games left because had there been more games, more, more points, I actually feel like Chelsea could could have They'll, seriously yeah, got relegated. They, yeah, if that Bournemouth result. Those are the other side. So, you know, to, for a club like Chelsea, uh, and, and, and again, it's, it's surprising because you look at the, the players at the club and you can, this quality, this undeniable talent at Chelsea, but with 600 million pounds worth of signings to finish in the bottom half of the table, mm-hmm. I think that is more shocking. And remember, that's, not, that's not just squad value because there's still a couple of hundred million pound players already within that squad. So that's the 600, oh, well, that's the 600 million pounds. Um, well, it was just spent on, on, on the, the new, last two transfer windows. That's crazy because that's the season. And to consider what they've already had over there, which was, you know, 50 million pound players, 60 million pound players, a 72 million pound goalkeeper. Um, yeah, I don't even want to, to be honest, it's so depressing. I don't even want to get into it. But I think Chelsea definitely mm-hmm. surprised of the season. For, for Very me, upsetting yeah. as a Chelsea fan, it's been a, a disastrous season for us. I'm so glad the, uh, the cuts in. Uh, closes this I, weekend. I think it's it's kind of time for me to make my point with Newcastle. I think Newcastle, for them, you know, as it stands at the time of recording, they're currently in third spot. They've wrapped up Champions League football with a game to spare. Yeah. You know, had Liverpool had had not had this freakish, you know, last ten games or so that or they that they had, they would have had it wrapped up way sooner. They've always been in the conversation. They were once in the title race before the World Cup. They didn't go away. They're still in that third spot. They've never ever punched above it to go, you know, second or first. They stayed third. And they've never ever talked about in terms of, you know, the Champions League spots at the start of the season. They had new ownership who came with the Saudi money or oil money or whatever you want to call it. They didn't go out and sign Mbappe. They didn't go out and sign Neymar. They didn't sign Enzo Fernandez, young player of the year at the World Cup. They They chose not to do that. They went through Alexander Isak. I don't even think he was at the World Cup. You know, they signed those players. Yeah. They thought about, you know, their the football structure was just so perfectly placed from the mm. fans, from the ownership to the fans, to the 
coach coaching staff to the players. Yeah. They've got money, but they choose to spend it wisely. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me to be in a relegation zone 18 months ago, literally 18 months ago. Yeah, you know, it's, it's there I for everyone to the, see. I hope this will be us. Uh, next season. Well, yeah, in eighteen but, but, months. But time. I, I, I do have I do have Newcastle as my as a notable mention uh, mm-hmm. on my list, but as well as Brighton. Also, I think they deserve a shout as well. But I think you know you, you you're kind of winning me over. I think Newcastle. I mean, they've been consistent from the start, and I think we kind of expected with the new ownership. Uh, they're now the richest club in in yeah. in, in in the world. That I, I I expected the, you know, like the big name signings to come, and um, especially like I remember like the videos, like the like. They, they were showing like FIFA, but they're basically going to be playing FIFA, like just signing uh, mm. managers and I mean, signing players on manager mode. And but it, it's, I just feel like to to do it with the squad that they have, and also like it's just Eddie Howe deserves so much credit. And I, I think of one player who stands out in that team, Newcastle team, is Jolington. Joel, mm-hmm. He was like considered one of the worst buyers not that long ago, and he's he made him yeah, turned him into a midfielder, and yeah. now he's passing games, you know, week in week out. I, I guess it comes down to because look, Newcastle are also on my list. But mm. if I if I actually look at them, and if I remember like the bullion one, obviously, yeah, that that is a really like because they both are both Newcastle and Chelsea have got bullion pound owners that have come in really like recently, you know, mm. um, and obviously with very different results. Yeah. Um, for me, like the whole thing about um Newcastle is that they could have been some indicator that they were going to do well. So it didn't come as a surprise. The, obviously, the, the, the level of, of how the improvement, yeah, yeah, that is shocking, shockingly well. Mm. But, um, but, you know, in signing Trippier, you know, Nick Pope. There's like, quality. There's, there's quality. And, and you mentioned Isak as Champions well. Champions League quality. No, no, no. no. But remember, this yeah. is Premier League. Like we, yeah, they've, they've got the Champions League. We'll see how they do. But, I don't have But, but also, if, if Liverpool aren't going to be performing like Liverpool, Chelsea aren't going to be performing like uh, Chelsea and Spurs uh, are uh, going to be Spurs, then obviously there's a position up for grabs and you're thinking, who's the next team? But yeah. uh, Newcastle's in, in that group and you kind of expect it. I think it's more shocking that Chelsea finish in the bottom half with the money. That, in fact, I think... I said it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, Chelsea under Todd Bollier, everything we expected Newcastle to be under the new ownership. You know, but we say that, but then, you know, we look at because you had a bad season, because they had a bad season and this team had a bad season, that Newcastle are there. It's actually not the case because Newcastle, when they're playing other teams, you know, outside of those, you know, aforementioned teams that we've said are struggling, when Man City, when Newcastle play Man City, they go pound for pound. Man City aren't going through any kind of slump. When, when Newcastle went to the Emirates, they got a point. I get that, but I think Arsenal we can, never, think we can say that, that, that those teams that we mentioned, that they weren't at their best, and if they are at their best, nine out of ten times, that they will be mm. finishing <laughs> above Newcastle. I think it's... Well, look, this is the surprise of the season. Look, yeah, like I'm I saying, think my, another, my another one is, I can't just throw out there... Sorry, Dish. Another one I can't just throw out there as a surprise of the season is Lissandro Martinez. He's a, a three-feet defender passing the Premier League he fizzled out for me towards the uh, end. He got so. injured. I don't think that's, he's, that's like, another surprise. <coughs> I think it's more on the Newcastle. Newcastle, and hopefully you guys still consider my Mikel Arteta shot. Um, but on the on the case of Newcastle, like I said, why I'm saying the 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 amount of surprise, you know, I knew that they were gonna do well. You know, I was thinking this top well. Half. I know I was thinking top half, mm-hmm. not third. I was definitely thinking top half well. But if you look at Arsenal, if you look at Arteta. 
I didn't think he'd get one manager of the month. Mm. He's got four in a league like this. That is like not not easy to do. And again, if I if I if I look at my point by saying, was there any indicator of success? You know, you look at how they finished last season with our whole Champions League bout. Um, you know, coming in in fifth or sixth or whatever. Shaka, you know, hammering his teammates publicly. You know, stripping him of the armband. Um, I think um, Inketia was awarded number nine this season. Mm-hmm. If you look at um, the, the fourteen went to. Uh, I mean, Jesus got the number nine. Inketia got the fourteen. Mm-hmm. Saka penned a new deal. You know, if you look at his what he's done at the club, I think that for me is the biggest surprise at how, like nobody, nobody. I'm not even an Arsenal fan. Well, yes, not even an Arsenal fan will so, say. So why I'm saying not Arsenal title. is because every year Mikel Arteta has improved the team, and that's there for everyone to see. Yeah, but it's statistically proven. It's you know points proven. He's always but, but improved. I'm sure the you team. didn't expect to be challenging for the league, though. Hundred percent, I didn't. But going from fifth to sixth to second isn't as big of a surprise as going from the relegations onto the yeah. Champions League, and that's why I'm just saying as a surprise. <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm surprised by Arsenal. Genuinely, I didn't expect it at the start of the season. I thought Arsenal would be a top four team. I thought Arsenal would be kind of what Newcastle and Man United were. I'm more surprised uh, to see Arsenal winning, uh, challenging for the league, leading so, till game week 33, look, or Chelsea finishing in the bottom half, being so, the biggest spender. Ju- just to like mm. make it clear, my thing was Mikla Teta winning four, four manager. manager of the month, mm. not Arsenal's performance. My yeah, thing was I, like four manager of the month. I'm, I'm asking you guys to go Newcastle. I'm asking y'all to go with Chelsea. So I think it's just, this is just ridiculous if you say it's not a surprise. <laughs> Look, that no, Chelsea it is a surprise. No, I think all, of, me, I think all me, of ours are surprises. Let me tell you my, my just the most, the most shocking surprise. I mean, Chelsea, when was the last time they mm. weren't in Champions League? Look, you yeah, can no. see there was, there was some signs that there would be unrest, you know, like they mm. wouldn't, they wouldn't do well, obviously, I was still thinking top half, not, not bottom yeah, half, bottom not where half they were. Is like, but what I said is, that's what I'm saying. Like there were indicators okay, that there was going to be a maybe, late I, maybe I can persuade you now. Chelsea in serious relegation talk. Uh, not serious. It was never serious. I think it was serious. If they, lost, ge- if they lost against Bournemouth, yes, I think it, it was. I think serious. it was genuinely serious. They, they would need to lose if, like 14 games in a row, or 10 games yeah, in a row, like which they lost if, six. If they had lost to Bournemouth, then I would have maybe been like. I, I just think going from four to 12, 12? is a surprise, but it's not. Relegations onto Champions League, gentlemen. That's a, that's literally going from the dirt to gold. And okay, well, seeing that no one will win with the obvious Chelsea uh, finishing <laughs> in the bottom of the table. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Arsenal challenging Man City for the league. Well, I, no, it's Arsenal getting Mikel Arteta getting four manager of the months. Why is Arsenal not being considered? I, I, it's a surprise, but it's just it's the biggest surprise like, for me for as me, a team. For me, it's it's. It's four minutes, four minutes oh, no. of the, You should be able to. Of, not ahead of Chelsea. Then y'all discuss. No, <laughs> I'm just not gonna. Did you, as an Arsenal fan, did I, I didn't uh, see four manager four, of the month? Four manager of the month. And look at which months it is. You started. You started in, in August. Mm. The the December one is crucial. The December period is crucial. It, it gets it in January. You, as you well. know what? Des, you actually haven't been on the majority vote since you know. Since all I of got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm uh, Chad, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'd rather go Newcastle if that's the case. Okay, I'm going Newcastle. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah this, <laughs> it was just about to happen. We were seconds away. Um, but uh, Chad with a, a late ball across the top <laughs> to set Harry Kane free for play of the year award <laughs> in Desha's mind. 
Uh, gentlemen, full team of the season. We're going from goalkeepers to strikers. Uh, of course, 11 players, no bench, no substitutes. Um, what we agree on is... You know, honourable kind of, mention. Let's ah, just can, give an honourable mention. Can, can, we go, can we go 4 2 3 one that's what I got. So I yeah, four, two, three, one. Yeah, four, four, three, three. Goodness no, me. No, four, two, three, one. Oh, four, two, it's the agenda. Let's tough go, when you're not. Let's go, four, two, three, one. <laughs> four, agenda. two, three, one. Yeah. Majority vote, you um, Okay, four, two, three, one. It just kind of changes things. Lone striker. Um, Gentlemen, we've all gone with, you know, whatever formation we've agreed with. Uh, there's a goalkeeper. The four, two, three, one. There's a goalkeeper that uh, needs a mention. Yeah. Tish. Me, I'm going with David Raya of Brentford. I think for me, he's been a goalkeeper of the uh, season. This is just... <laughs> no, no, surprise, surprise, surprise no. of the season's done, eh? Yeah, no, I feel like you joke. You missed For me, Aaron Ramsdale in second, but I think David Raya has been, like, sensational. I think he can go to any um, any club right now in the Premier League would be happy to have mm. him. I think he could, he could compete with Edison if he was at Man City. Obviously, Pep wouldn't allow that, but honestly, if you're looking at... Um, for me, goalkeeper of the season would be David Raya. And second, Aaron Ramsdale. Aaron Ramsdale. Can and I it was going to be Ramsdale. Mm. It was. But after seeing a few howlers, after seeing like the pressure... Well, the that's what's not making me not say David De Gea. Is I'm actually not having David De Gea at all. If anyone... Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's not. Yeah. I don't know if you were going to mention it. No, I, but because of the errors. So he's been excellent, but because of the errors, no chance. I, I think Ramsdale's been in my top three. But the mm. reason I... He's would, top two. No, for me. no, but, he, he, no, but even Kipper letting fewer goals than Ramsdale. I think Nick Pope is my goalkeeper of the season. Nick Pope is uh, actually my because he well. conceded the fewest goals in the league. And you know some of the saves that he made, like you, you can say like you know clean sheets and this, but how many how many saves are you making? How many crucial yeah. saves are you making? And, and you just we saw it on Monday that yeah. you know Newcastle outplayed Leicester, but then ninety second minute, Timothy Castagna, you know, tries to win it for Leicester, and Nick Pope, Nick Pope says. Nope, uh, you guys are going down next season and that's, well, that's look, according are, to his clips. There are different uh, keepers. You know, if you look at the one, David Rye is more shorter, and but but more like, I would say aggressive. I don't think Pope Adam Ramsdale like, in second, but Nick Pope. Uh, Nick Pope for me, I mean, mm. she did the fewest goals in the league. Uh, okay. Right back, gentlemen. Is it straightforward? Surely. Surely. <laughs> Surely it's Trippier. Yeah. Started every league game. Trippier. Yeah. Um, contributed to insane. eight goals. Yeah. Yeah. And he's had his saying quite a few assists as well. Crucial to Newcastle and what they've done this season. Uh, we'll switch over to left back before okay. we get into the centre backs. I feel like the centre backs are more debatable. I, I feel like left back is also a given. Um, Zinchenko. Dish. So I had. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I had. <laughs> like I said. I had Sinchenko, but for me, it's Jao Cancelo. When he was there, I know he was Half playing, a season. But half I a season. Know, That's I know. I know. Moving on. I um, know. So Zinchenko, me, and the- <laughs> Zinchenko also must like whatever he games, must, you know, he uh, was a month of football. But still, when he came back, he wasn't as hot. You know, he was getting substituted off. He didn't have the same um, impact. The same impact that he ha- that he used to have, you know, and I wonder what it what it came down to. I, I don't know. Like no doubt, I like I said, I did have him. Yeah. He was there. But when I thought about Chao Cancelo, I'm thinking unplayable, unplayable anywhere yeah, on the probably pitch. Probably half a season. No, I it, think for if, me, if that was the case, flop of the season would have been Mikhailo Mudrik, who came in January. Yeah, if definitely. You that, that's why at, he wasn't mine. Yeah, and you have to look at. Mm. Uh, the, okay, the, look the over the entirety. Season. Like I said, I did have Zinchenko, mm-hmm. but 
It's, Are you finally going to be in a majority? It's begrudgingly. <laughs> Look, I mean, c- competing with another top left back in Kieran, uh, in, um, Topia. Um, uh, no, Tierney, uh, Tierney. Kieran Tierney. Uh, Zinchenko, he, he made the position his own. He and made the club look to sell. And, and, he, and he was, and he was, he was a leader in the, in the dressing room. He was a leader on the pitch. He was, and remember, this is his first season with these new teammates, um, at a new club. I thought he was fantastic. Easily the best left back in the league this season. Uh, dash your centre back pairing. I went with William Saliba mm-hmm. and Thiago Silva. We said, "Oh my gosh, Chelsea player." Yeah, I'm. 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 To be honest, I do. <laughs> Look, I, Thiago Silva. To, to be honest, I'm surprised to see a Chelsea player mentioning that. I do. I do say Thiago Silva. My opinion, he's the best defender in the league. Um, I do say that, but, but he I hasn't think had this, the best season. No, no, and I think this season has to be William Saliba and Gabriel. William Saliba and Gabriel Dash. Gabriel. Like I said, I'm going with Thiago Silva. If I have to pick between the two of them, it's right Gabriel now, at least right next. now. He's, he, he was, yeah, he was on, mm-hmm. um, on my list. Um, he has started every single game for yeah, Arsenal. No, he's, this he's, been he's been colossal. Guys, like I said, he, he also was there for me. But Thiago Silva, mercurial defender. He still has it. Mm. And if you put a leader like that there, you're not conceding. Mm. You're not conceding. You'll see things that Gabriel wouldn't see. Yeah. Gabriel is also a bit more like. Uh, I agree with like that. But, but the thing is, it's you know? this season, though. I, I can't say he's been fantastic yeah. this season. I really. Can't. I'm not having any Chelsea players um, at all for any awards yeah. besides I mean, flops. I mean Chelsea or surprises. Even, I mean Chelsea. Even like they, they even their their individual awards for the at the club, they've they've cancelled cancelled it. Well, they yeah. should have flops and surprises. Um, wow. <laughs> they stole that award. Okay. Um, we've, we've gone with a four, two, three, one. Yeah. Um, so there's two, two pivots that, yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. my formation's different, but I'll, I'll accommodate. Okay. Uh, Chad, your, your uh, double pivot. My double pivot is the two Manchester City boys, Rodri and Ikai Gundijan. Hmm. Rodri is arguably the best DM in the world right now, arguably. So, um, and I think, uh, Ikai Gundijan has been fantastic, such a key player for Manchester City. Uh, could see him in Arsenal colours next season. Oh, he was unbelievable. Eight goals, no, you've four just, assists. You've made me think, and it now it limits. Now I'm trying to know your, you know, your three in front of that. But we'll get to that in a moment. Okay, but did you disagree with those two in a double pivot? Especially if you're I, playing I disagree, I disagree here's, with one. Here's my two. All right, I went with Casemiro. Like my first, my first of the two was Casemiro, and then I had to think who to pair him with because Casemiro on his own, he can actually play there, but you need somebody there to progress the ball forward. That's why you won't play with two holding midfielders. Like the way Gundogan, Gundogan is actually my third pick. If I had to, it was down to like these two players because mm. he progresses the ball. See, see I don't like this formation because now you've got to go to a defense. I, 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 I don't really like Casemiro because like, I think your team, United, United would be so much worse. They bought him but, off. But, they, I, but I also think that you're picking your team based on quality, which is I, I, based I on what I've seen him do yeah, this I've, season. I've, I've because like Thiago Silva is like in the same boat as Casemiro. I think that there were other, I think, Dude, what's, what the, what's, what's the midfielder for Brighton, Caicedo? I think Kaysedo. he's had a better season than Casemiro. Nah. Yeah, I think having a better season, I, I'm saying Casemiro is one of the best in the world. But, but just I think, you, you I'm don't looking think at been. performance this season, I don't think he's been... Mm-mm. For me, look, it's Casemiro. Look, if this is the you know formation yeah. that we're going to to kind of like, you know, suit our agenda, I will go uh, Rodri, Casemiro. Um, but but that's too, that's but too but like, I defensive, like, I've, like I've, I've who's had, going to so run with the out of the team of yeah, the season? Yeah, I, I think Casemiro's been better than him as a midfielder. But then, so my front three, so let's just get to the, the you know, the three Wait, in front. My there. second midfielder, my pairing midfielder. Oh, yeah. 
Bruno Gamerez of Newcastle. Mm-hmm. That man is Good the chance. one to to take the ball forward. Like I said, Casemiro to like the both of them can tackle for starters, mm-hmm. but you need somebody with legs to take the ball forward and break like a press, break yeah. like the first. The thing Whatever. is, he lost his place like so, like for so many games. In, in he was season. injured. He was injured. No, he, he lost his place. No, he, oh, was he was in, on the bench. I remember him. He, he was probably injured. coming back from injury. Yeah, he. That is Newcastle's most important. Player. He is I, the I, one. I remember that, like, but he was. He's, for me, this season he has been like he has to work, incredible. Probably from his injury, he had to work towards getting back in the team again. I think. Look, it, you've got a thing to make because he's putting Rodri and Gundogan. I'm saying Casemiro and Bruno. The yeah. other thing was you said Rodri and Casemiro, but that's too too defensive. defensive. Like you, so my friend, gonna, so, so my midfield three, So I had a midfield three. I went four three three, and my midfield three was uh, Rodri, um, Odegaard, and Kevin De Bruyne. But now that has obviously you know shifted me with the two defensive midfielders. But then the next best defensive midfielder from Rodri has been Casemiro for me. So okay. then, if we're going four to three one, <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm out. The now, majority. I'm, I'm, is, to be honest, I'm quite happy with with this double pivot of Rodri and Gundogan, but. I will uh, take Rodri and Casemiro. Uh, Casemiro. Um, so f- three behind the striker. Gosh, that's where's the creativity going to come from? Well, Martin Odegaard as your number ten. Well, like I think he, have, he's, like, he's better than Kevin De Bruyne this season. Well, I, I can. Do you want me to start with right, center, and left? You you choose, Chad. Okay, so I'll go with right. I've got Kevin De Bruyne on the right, where Man City played him uh, sometimes this season, um, and I've got Martin Odegaard. Uh, you don't have Bukayo Saka in your team. And I have uh, Bukayo Saka on the left. You but don't have right Gabriel team. Martinelli in your team. I have to pick. I mean, Kevin, I have to pick between Kevin. De you don't have Harry Kane in your Odegaard. team. No, wow. I don't. Look, for me, I've got Saka. Oh my gosh, I've got three Arsenal midfielders, but it's not who you think. Saka, Odegaard and Trossard. I think Trossard is better than Martinelli. I think He's had a better season than Martinelli. I think so. I legit think I, so. I also think so. And I, I think... think I think so because I you have to consider his form at, at Brighton. At Brighton. And he's, the, he, the results there. He's got a hat trick at Anfield. I watched the game against Man City when I saw him take the fight <laughs> to Man City. Arsenal sub scorer. No, it's, it's <laughs> Odegaard. I'm pretty sure it's Odegaard. It's Martinelli now. Nah, I'm sure. Are you talking more. Premier League? Only? Premier League, yeah. <coughs> Martinelli's got 15. They tied on 15. Well, Odegaard scored last game for us. But Look, he's definitely was he was definitely definitely Look, thought if of, you got but if you have if you, if you like if I drop the ball and say go and finish this I'm giving it to Trossard or I'll, like if you say don't lose it or mm. run the clock down or get past this man like honestly, Mo Salah not in anyone's uh, team nah no. he hasn't been Look, but for me Hurricane? I'm looking at no. Leandro Trossard I think I would back him to. Like he's shown it, even as a sis, you know, come on. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree. I think uh, you're not getting my vote. So Trossard, I think Martinelli's been better. If you said Martinelli, I would, I would say Look, that. Rashford was my next thing. Martinelli my was. Gosh. Gosh. I've got Kevin De Bruyne, Odegaard, Saka. With Haaland spearheading the attack. That's. Is that really such a bad team? I've, I've agreed Is... with that just in a different way because I wanted to put Harry Kane in my team. No. And at the expense of Casemiro. I go four three three. I, I, I'm sh- surprised with some of these names in. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, look, I went with Saka, Odegaard, Trossard with Haaland up top. Like I said, you know, you got Kieran Trippier able to play passes, um, crosses to to Haaland. I guess Kane, you can make the same case, but um, with Trossard there as well, I think he just offers more than Martinelli would because Martinelli would take the shot on, whereas Trossard, mm-hmm. we've seen him like move to supply and remember. If you this team of the season is a team to compete, like if you come across any like eleven, 
I wouldn't put Martinelli in there right now. I'm mm-hmm. not saying maybe next season or whatever, but right now, as in if we're going to play a match tomorrow and you have a full Premier League spot to choose from, I'm taking Haaland up front and the midfield would be Odegaard, Saka and um, Trossard. So, so then let's run through it then yeah. um, from goalkeeper to striker and just see what we've agreed on. Um, so where there's obviously a majority vote of two, then, uh, you know, we know that, you know, that's the agreed one. And unfortunately, that's just the way a panel of three works. Uh, we've got uh, Pope in goals. Um, right back, we've got Trippier. Centre-backs, Gabriel and Saliba. Left back, Zinchenko. Uh, a double pivot of Rodri and Casemiro. A midfield, well, a front three, uh, well, supporting uh, act of uh, Martin Odegaard, Kevin De Bruyne, Bukayo Saka, with Erling Haaland up top. Wow. Um, if you're out there listening, let us know what your thoughts on our team of the season is. It's it's quite crazy. Look, obviously, we're not going to get, you know, three, three, you know, three to agree on the same uh, pick. And perhaps you have a different, um, you know, Premier League team of the season. So let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, gentlemen, wow. it's It's been an eventful award ceremony. Uh, congratulations to all those who have won, um, you know, awards this season. And um, I'm sure we all agree that Arteta's culture this season. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think from what he's done. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, until next week, uh, until next season, we wish you all the best. Um, if your team is still in the Champions League, if you're born in uh, 2013 <laughs> and, and beyond, then <laughs> we wish you well in the Champions League final and FA Cup. And uh, gentlemen, until next season. Cheers. Cheers.